Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. My name is Mike Haynes, and I'm the Director of Instructional Services at the Charlevoix Emmett Intermediate School District. Today, it's my pleasure to be talking with the Boyne Falls Public School Superintendent, Cindy Pineda. Cindy, thank you for talking with me today. Thanks for having me, Mike, and thanks for your flexibility. Oh, gosh, no problem. So I'd like to start by asking if you'd share a little bit about your background and what led you to your current position. Absolutely. Um, I'm the classic path to this position. I was a social studies phys ed teacher for 10 years in Traverse City. Um, I was in Colorado before that, but Mm -hmm. in my stint in Michigan, that started in Traverse City. Uh, In Traverse, I coached volleyball. I coached basketball. I was the student council advisor and uh, pretty much stayed involved. Loved every moment of it. Um, After that, I was the principal at Gaylord St. Mary's for six Mm -hmm. years. And then now I am on my ninth year here as the principal superintendent at Boyne Falls. That's a great accomplishment. So part of the Logger vision is to be a school where learning is collaborative and in a climate that fosters learning. Can you share two or three points of pride, things that make the Boyne Falls Public School a great place to learn? Absolutely. First, I should say, um, thinking about your visit, I started thinking about you know my path in education mm-hmm. versus Boyne Falls. I came from big districts, so I was suburban Chicago. And um, one thing I've learned about Northern Michigan is I've fallen in love with small districts. So pre-K yep. through 12 keeps me hopping. Every day is new, <laughs> always exciting. Um, and, but that pre-K part is really important, Mike. So one of my biggest point of pride around here, um, you know, if I'm here for another 10 years or whatever it may be, is our preschool. Yep. So when I came on board, we started our preschool. So it's in the ninth year oh, this great. year great. of a high quality preschool experience. And um, actually, I should say thank you to Johan mm-hmm. for her guidance from the very, very beginning. Um, it is a five-star rated program. It is an yeah. awesome program that really addresses kids from their earliest um, exposure to education. My crew down there, they're nurturing, they're knowledgeable, they really focus on the entire family, which I think is pretty unique. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely like strengthening families and um, they do everything that they can to make sure that we offer our kids a good start. And so that's, that's definitely so a huge point of pride. Um, as an entire district, um, the whole child approach that we definitely take around here, uh, we do everything we can to ensure that, you know, these kids are, are healthy, they're safe, uh, they're supported. Um, I, I don't think it's an understatement to say my entire staff uh, focuses on ensuring that these kids have everything that they need. And I'm not just talking basic needs, but emotional support, um, anything to make sure that we eliminate hurdles and so that they can focus on learning. And Chef Nathan, actually, (laughs) I have to plug him too, um, food service. And uh, I might get a little bit of heat for this, but our food (laughs) service is the best around, hands down. That's what I (laughs) I would challenge anybody to... to, um, debate me on that one, but Chef Nathan provides real food, um, nutritious, local, lots of um, farm-to-school relationships, and uh, ground cent- Groundwork Center and Food Corps, uh, the stuff that we learned from them and the partnership that we had with them definitely um, taught us a great deal about um, encouraging families to provide nourishing food, um, promoting healthy lifestyles. Um, my, my building grew a ton as a result of that relationship. And then really I just have to give my kids a pat on the back. Uh, the students around here are tolerant. They're very welcoming. Um, it doesn't matter 
socioeconomic or, um, you know, all the other factors that we seem to get mm-hmm. hung up on. Um, I, I truly have never faced a building like this, Mike. Um, the kids are accepting and, and really, that's really, we can learn a lot true. from them. So true. Yeah. So that's unique to Boyne Falls. So you keep them fed and nurtured pre-K through 12. And Absolutely. Always hop, and is certainly the case. It was fun watching you uh, take care of all the business this morning as the <laughs> students are entering the building. You can tell that you really love being here. And... I, I told you, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of my day. Um, it gets me started on the right foot, that's for sure. That's great. Well, the superintendent position is complex. It's multifaceted, challenging sometimes. What would What's the best part of the job? Um. Lots of good parts, you know, from from the kids to the families, um, getting to know them, relationships, things like that. But if I were to boil it down to one as as the superintendent hat alone, um, you know, this is the first time in my career, 24, 25 years, that, you know, our ideas, our priorities, our policies, um, we get to to act on it. So whatever our priorities are, that's where we're going to divert funds, and that's what we're going to present before kids. And I'm pretty fortunate. It's my ninth year here. My school board and I um, have always had a student-first priority, and, and we really, if we can prove to each other that the, the point and the purpose of whatever idea or whatever we're putting forth is, is students-first, we support it. They mm-hmm. support it. I support it. And so um, it's kind of a neat position where you know we, we get to act on on those yeah, cool yeah. neat ideas that uh, that we um, present to kids so I'd say that's the best part of the job but there are many good parts yeah well and you've been acting on the great parts for nine years which is an, a testament to your commitment and and uh, how much you care for kids so thank you how about what are some challenges in Boyne Falls oh um, I think in education in general uh, safety is yeah. definitely a huge concern Safety is a high priority. I just feel like it's never ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we always feel uh, like we could do more when it comes to safety. And so obviously that's a, it's one of those where you wake up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. thinking about what else can we do? How, how can we so strengthen true. this some more? So that's, that's a tough one. Um, but, you know, reflecting back on our careers in education, um, I think it's also tough that our families have so much struggles and so much difficulties right. nowadays. Um, you know, some of our students have a lot of hurdle to overcome just to make it to the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I think in the past there really was less, and maybe I just wasn't as aware as I am in my, in my current position, but I feel like there wasn't um, as many hurdles. Um, several years ago, and I couldn't, the years start to mix together, <laughs> Mike. You could probably relate to that, but several years ago, uh, Maureen Holaker uh, took my entire staff through uh, a training about child, uh, adverse childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to tell you that that's one of the things that has stuck in this district. We truly um, try to stay cognizant and aware of what these kids sure. are facing. And, um, you know, I think Maureen did an, an awesome job of solidifying our understanding of how can we work our way through this? Mm-hmm. How can we work through the stress that these kids face? Again, we just didn't face it when we were going right. through school right. or, you know, in the classroom as a teacher. I don't think my students faced it at the time. And so 
it's another one of those that that causes me to to, to contemplate mm-hmm. it at night and to think what, are, what what more can we do? How how else can we build up the resiliency in these students? That's so um, important. Yeah. yeah. So that's a tough one. You know. Cindy, whenever I talk to school leaders, I'm always curious who they look for uh, or to in order to stay sharp, to, stay sharp, to uh, continually learn. So what are the things that you do to, to, to maintain that? I'm lucky in this <laughs> building. I have a lot of um, teachers who are hungry for learning, uh-huh. and they actually become my teacher sometimes. <laughs> they will come across um, articles or books well, they'll come to my door and say, hey, have you read this? Or, <laughs> hey, I have a copy of this for you. Um, you know, one example of that is uh, Mr. Byer, our math teacher. He's, uh, he's a reader, and he is a big fan of uh, Joe Bowler. Okay. And he loves Joe Bowler out of Stanford University. And Joe Bowler uh, had a lot of great articles. And um, I, 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 did, I think I did read one of her books about um, mindset and no fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I have to give Ted Byer credit for that one. Um, and it was something that we don't hesitate to bring in front of our staff as a whole, too. Mm-hmm. So we, we've talked a, a good amount about that. Um, you know, in terms of other learning, I definitely think the ISD does a good job of guiding us locals. Um, you know, your predecessor, Scott Kozio, would get emails or calls from <laughs> me about this, that, or the other thing, or questions about this. So I've definitely um, relied on, uh, you know, in your department. Um, you know, I've already said Johan for preschool mm-hmm. is, a, is a great resource. Um, you know, this year in particular, I'm lucky Kelly Rogers has been a great um, guidance to us. She is an expert. I mean, just so knowledgeable. Um, I didn't know Kelly very well until this year where I had a great opportunity to work with her. So we have a lot of local experts that um, we can tap on. Um, But but I do have to go back to some some oldies but goodies. Uh, (laughs) When we get new teachers, Harry Wong um, is one that I have actually reserves of Harry Wong books that I I pass out. And um, the DeFores, Uh I know they're gone now, but... um, the Dufours are, are also some that I talk with new teachers about. And so, um, gosh, there, there are a lot of a lot of good resources out there. Well, it sounds like you have nurtured a learning community here. And that, you know, when you have staff bringing stuff to you uh, because they were fired up about it, that's a good sign. We hope so. Yeah, yeah. We hope so. So what's one piece of advice that you would give someone who's thinking about either a career in education or even school leadership? Learn. You have to be willing to learn. Learn as much as you can about every facet of um, education, about every facet of of kids and their lives. Really, they're ever-changing lives. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're learning every day um, about, you know, their brains function differently than ours do. Yeah. Um, their lives are vastly different. And so, um, you know, if you're an up-and-coming teacher, if you're looking to come into the teaching field... Um, I would also say be, be a teacher, be a coach, mm-hmm. be, you know, that NHS advisor, or that student council advisor, um, you know, go assist in something. So whatever opportunity is put out there, learn. Because what I've learned now um, in this position is I've relied on every bit of it. So <laughs> everything that I did and everything that I encountered, some way, somehow, sure. you know, helped prepare me for um the challenges and really also the 
the fun stuff that we get to encounter sure. um the the trip so my kids here at Boyne Falls go to Hawaii the seniors go to Hawaii every spring as their capstone trip and you know I reflect back on the kind of the student council trips that I was able to take um, my kids through when I was a teacher but um you know it just enriches all of their mm-hmm. lives and so um it's just it's fun to live vicariously through them um definitely learn but also I think be a good listener I, oh, I feel important. like in our roles, I try to listen, hopefully, twice as much as I talk. <laughs> because, <laughs> so we have two ears, right? Yeah, that's one right. Mouth. That's right. Two ears, one mouth. But um, I feel like we can get at you know, the matter if we're actually listening with yeah. the intent to listen rather than just things scrolling through our heads because we're ready for a retort or we're ready to have a rebuttal whether that's a parent or a kid or our board members or whomever yeah. it may be, um, I really try to focus on listen Listen first. Wow. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, you know, people know this around here. We're, we're extremely proud of Boyne Falls. Um, I'm grateful that I've been able to be part of this work for the past nine years. Um, you know, as you know, in our roles, you never know. You never know how long mm-hmm. we're going to be around, but... Um, I hope, uh, you know, the work we've done here for the past nine years has contributed to the growth of the district, um, the pride within the district, but um, hopefully we'll have many more years to, to keep going, sure. to keep building on that. Well, hearing you talk, it's clear that you are proud of everything that's happening here, and I can tell that you're also grateful. So Absolutely. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Cindy, and hearing about the ways that you approach this leadership role and supporting the Boyne Falls Public School and empowering students. So thank you for having this conversation with me. Well, thank you, Mike. You made it very, very easy, too. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop.